0: I see that uh, the the volume or the recording, it's not like the blue streak of our voices aren't like crazy filling up the whole thing. So maybe we've got the maybe the, we were gain, the gain, right? The gain and volume adjusted correctly. So uh, A little bit. we are talking today about activity based selling. Absolutely. And John, you've done extensive research in this topic.
1: <laughs> First hand. Uh,
0: yes. And, I've been in the field, Ray. I've so, been in the trenches. I've got mud on my boots. You do. you got I, I see it. You, right. Literally. Why are not you cleaning things up, man? <laughs>
1: well, then I can't say
0: that when I'm on a podcast. <laughs> you can't get in the trenches. It's theater of the mind. We can I say have whatever to we want. It. I've got blood on my hands. Right. I don't see anything, don't anything.
1: I don't say anything that I do not believe personally, one hundred percent wholeheartedly. All right. And I believe in activity based selling, which is our topic today. It
0: is our topic today.
1: So what is activity based selling?
0: So it goes back to uh, some words of wisdom that I've heard through the years. I know you've heard it as well, John. It's uh, from a management perspective, you cannot manage results. You can only manage activity.
1: Absolutely, I think that's uh, incredibly important, yes.
0: Very, very important. It's just, it it goes down to the crux of, you know, I mean, I know uh, being in dealerships, uh, having sales managers tell you as a sales guy, uh, hey, man, I need two cars out of you today. Right. And you cross your fingers and go, yeah, man, I hope I get two cars. Right. Right. And, and that's that's the extent of the management wisdom that you receive on how you're going to be able to sell two cars today.
1: I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't know how many, how many times I've been you know, in a dealership and I hear a salesman say, you know, I've got bills to pay. I've got to sell a car today. When what they should be saying is, I've got bills to pay. I need to make 15 phone calls and catch two ups and send four
0: emails today. Right. Yeah. And I think it it comes down to in a lot of cases where they try to start over from zero each day, Right. right? So they show up and at that point they decide, okay, now I'm ready to do the activity that's going to sell me a car today.
1: And why do they need to do that? Well, do they need to do that? Why do they think they need to do that? Because Well, they do need to do it, and the reason is because they didn't do anything yesterday to prepare for today, <laughs> right? Their pipeline is empty, so they have to start over fresh.
0: Right. Well, uh, so and that. is it really empty? I mean, have you been in a car dealership where there wasn't somebody that the guy could call? Right, right. But he didn't make any phone calls yesterday. Right. Set up
1: any appointments for today. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about the pipeline and taking the next step.
0: Took two ops, broomed both of them. Oh, those guys aren't really interested in buying a car. And they moved on. (laughs) Right. Right. Do you think anybody shows up in a dealership who really isn't interested in buying a car? That is not interested? Right. Uh, No.
1: I would say one out of 10,000 may do that. Right. But of course, you know, you talk to salesman and it's one out of
0: ten, right? And even the one out of ten thousand, if they ran into a salesman, they'd <laughs> they be would that accidentally buy a car. They would be that guy walking out, going, "I wasn't going to buy a car today," with his new keys in his hand and his car just coming out of detail. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll get back to our topic when we're talking about activity-based selling. Um, Where does the focus need to be? Let's talk uh, higher level from a management perspective. How do you manage activity?
1: Right. Well, I think, as we've discussed before, I think the number one first priority is that let's have a defined process, right? Uh, And that may be different for, uh, you know, internet team or your BDC team, that kind of thing. Uh, but we have to have measurable metrics. As you said, we, we can't manage gross profit at the end of the month. We need to manage activities that we're doing today. How many phone calls are we making? How, how many appointments do we have? Uh, uh, that kind of thing. We can even measure the floor traffic, I think, better than, than most dealerships are. Uh, and from there, once we can measure those things, then, yeah, we can
0: we can coach to achieve uh, expected results. Great point. I was just thinking that as you were talking, I was thinking the activity-based selling model, or or methodology, or theory, whatever you want to call it, uh, really comes down to if I can manage activity. Well, what's the management that needs to occur? Well, the management that needs to occur. If somebody isn't being successful, right? Then are they just not following the process? Right. right? Are they not willing to do the activities that are required of them? And that is something we can hold people accountable to, which I think isn't happening because it requires work on the behalf of the manager and it's not happening because it requires that, that follow through on behalf of the salesperson to go ahead and make that call, Well, I've called this guy, you know, three times, well, yeah, call him again, right?
1: And, and I think that, that if if we can agree that just the psychology of mankind, is that people do what is in their best interest. Okay. Well, I've done you know a lot of coaching in, in hundreds of dealerships. And what I've found is the people will follow a process if they believe in it. Yeah. And they understand it. So th- it comes down to two things, two reasons why people wouldn't follow the process or wouldn't do the activities. Number one, they don't understand the goal of the activity or the reason for doing it. Uh, And number two is they don't see the value. They might understand why you think it's a good idea, but if they don't think it's a good idea, they're not going to make those 15 phone calls a day. Uh, So I think that's where the coaching comes in is, you know, what's that saying? Every interaction is a sale occurring, right? right? Well, the management team needs to sell the uh, person doing the activity that it's a great idea and it has value for them.
0: Yeah, we, when you're when you're coaching somebody and holding people accountable, right? It really gets into the watch one, you know, do one, teach one, right. Methodology. I love it. Right. So as that sales manager, you know, bring me your three top leads. I mean, I do mm-hmm. that all the time when I go into to do coaching and and uh, consulting and dealerships. Is you know, everybody bring me your top three. I'll make the phone call. Right. Listen to what I say. Watch what I do now that you've seen me do it. You go do it. Yeah, you try one Right? Yeah. And I'll watch you do it. Right? And i just go do it and come see me after you're done. I want to be there so I can instruct you afterward. Hey, what did you feel like went well? Where did you get hung up? What do we need to do next? Now, you teach somebody else how to do it.
1: I also think that it's a little bit of an intimidation factor. I think uh, some managers... You know, they have so much on their plate with budgeting and ordering and uh, appraisals and inventory and all of this stuff that they get a phone call at the end of every day asking about all of those things that they, uh, they're they not on the phone every day. They're not talking to clients every day. Right. Well, the people who are making those phone calls are. And so I think there's a little bit of uh, trepidation about maybe they won't be able to flash and wow them and say, here's how you should do it.
0: Right. Right. So they're, whether or not they actually have the skills.
1: Yeah, or believe in themselves enough, yeah.
0: Enough to be able to do that in an environment. I, I and guess
1: that's, no manager doesn't believe in himself. Right, right. <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's rare
0: to find, you know, that, uh, that honest guy. But um, they're also, I think, a very valid point that you just made was that what are they being held accountable to right right? is anybody at the end of the day going to say hey how many guys did you coach today are they going to go hey how many units you get out today did you place the order because you know we're going to need that and you know what'd you put in that that junker i saw out there
1: well from what i hear from what you're saying is it's a culture thing from the top down you get a phone call at the end of the day saying how many cars did you sell right Right. not how many phone calls did you make right
0: how many people did you coach?
1: Right, right. Well, let me back up. Of course, a dealer should be concerned about what kind of revenue did we generate today? Sure. Right? I mean, that's what we're doing all of this for is to generate revenue and profit. But this is the point of what we're talking about today is you don't generate profit and revenue by focusing on generating revenue and profit. You do it by focusing on each step along the way in the sale. So I think that's the value that the salesman should see. And if they're interested in their own success, they kind of put the, the end result on the back burner for the time being. Let's focus on step one. And when we're done with that, let's focus on step two. And if you're always laser focused on the next step in the process, the end results are going to come. Right. Right. Uh, And I think that's the entire point of activity-based selling is sure, everybody wants profit and we ought to be looking at that and and measuring it. Right. But if that's the only thing you look at, you're going to be sad most of the times you look at it.
0: Yeah. You're going to be looking at something that certainly is not meeting your expectation. Right.
1: It's going to be disappointing to look at. Yeah. But if we are instead looking at each step along the way and where was the breakdown, you know, how can we coach and, and either sell the value to the people delivering that or... Uh, coach them on a better technique, then yeah, I think we have better results.
0: And it's it's trusting in the process enough that you're willing to follow that process and take them down the road. Right, right.
1: And you know, to dive back into the salesperson part of it, whether the dealers focused on it or the sales managers focused on it, or you know anybody above the salesman, the salesman ought to be focused on these things because it's going to get him what he wants. Right, a unit on the board. Right. right. Um, I don't expect every dealer to know every day how many appointments were set and how many uh, ups were taken. I mean, it's just not, it's too detailed of information. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they want to know how much money did we make. Right. And I understand that. Uh, But so for a salesman to ignore those kinds of things is just irresponsible of their own future and yeah. their own success.
0: Well, and, you know, especially as you have these large dealer groups that are out there. Right. I think they have become more savvy to the, it's all about how many appointments do we make. Uh, I agree. Right? I or agree. how many appointments it's do we I'd have for something I'd love for them to know, but I
1: don't expect that they will.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I think it's more common. And because it's more common, there's more technology out there that's tracking those things. Um, to provide that real-time information back to everybody involved to see, right? I mean, uh, how many dealerships have you been in where the correlation between the number of appointments for the day and the success of the day were lockstep, right? I mean, it's dealers who are still trying to start the day today (laughs) are are few and far between, and thank God. Right, right. Right? I mean, that's not a road for success. Getting back to to the management side, so manager says, "Man, that's not how I manage. I'm not going to get out there, you know, and and sit with those those guys if they don't know how to do it. Right, they don't know how to do it. I got the wrong ones. (laughs) You know, I'll get a new crew. They'll do what they know how to do.
1: Right. The old days. If here's a desk and a chair, there's the lock. Right. Yeah,
0: keys are over there. Good luck. (laughs) Go get them." Yeah, at least sell to your friends and family before you hit the door. <laughs> right, right. right. So if that is not there, you know, hey, man, that's not how I manage. I'm not that coach uh, kind of guy. Um, find some, some team leads, some guys who are more savvy, who are more successful. You know, who's the best guy in the dealership? They'd love that recognition right? Man, you kill it on the phones. I want you to sit with these, you know, junior guys right. and show them what you do on the phones. Now it's training your competition, but I think more often than not, they'll appreciate the uh, the recognition more than they'll be concerned about the, the competition that they'll be creating for themselves. You, you were never hesitant as a sales guy to go spend a little time training somebody
1: absolutely not no i volunteered several times and and
0: uh and you'll take a half deal
1: (laughs) (laughs) i remember a dealer one time gave me like three trainees and said you know here i'll give you these people anything they sell i'll give you half a unit (laughs) I sold 35 cars that way. <laughs> uh, they were out there catching every up they could and turning them over to me. Uh-huh. I'd say, all right, I'm good here. You go catch that. Yeah, go- <laughs> <laughs> Just get them in the building. I'll right. take over.
0: Just sit them down. Slow them down. That's all I need you to do. Just slow them down. Well, they said, I don't care what they said. Just sit down. Just keep them happy over there. Play with their kid. Feed them some cookies. Show them, them the back. Get some
1: popcorn.
0: Right. Get <laughs> some popcorn. <laughs> So, I was uh, listening
1: to some training videos on the way in um, to meet with you, and I looked up activity-based selling on YouTube. I want to see what else is out there. What are people saying? Well, I came across this guy that's talking about spin selling, and uh, I won't say his name, but he's...
0: Well, let's let's give him credit.
1: I don't know his name. It doesn't say it, but I think it's a Joe Girard... uh, One Um, part of his right, right liaison or something. Uh, It's talking about spend selling. So he says he starts the video off, and I love how within five seconds you can kind of tell if you like where this guy's going or not. Right. He says, "Guys, the world of sales has been changing in the last ten years, and we all know it." (laughs) I'm thinking, "No, wait a minute. Sales hasn't changed in three thousand years." Right. It's about identifying a problem and providing a solution, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's the basis of sales, and it's always been that way. Well, I watched about 10 more seconds of his video, and he explains what SPIN stands for. It's identify a situation, and then identify a problem, and then the I is for impl- implication. Hard for me to say. Implication. And then the N is need payoff, he say the exact same thing: identify a problem and give them a payout. That's all new. That's
0: new selling right there. Right. That's
1: good. It's been changing for ten years, and here's the way to combat the change
0: or adapt to the change. Yeah. Well, it he, is. He
1: added two extra
0: steps in there. He did. I don't know. We used to call that the road to the sale. <laughs>
1: right. Right. So, so yeah, activity-based selling, spin selling. What I mean, and you could call it. What? What's the next? Fun right term, gonna big, be, yeah, realize.
0: acronym going to be, but ultimately it comes down to what are you doing today to feed yourself tomorrow, and uh, and what is the the your performance today going to achieve for you tomorrow, right. uh, or even today,
1: and tracking those metrics, man. As a salesman, I, you know we, I don't know how it was when you started, but they handed me a book, and I don't remember who it was, Joe Girard, Joe Verdi, something. It's a famous big, green, thick binder, right. and in it, when you open it up, the left-hand page and the right-hand page were all the same day, and so you could write down how many ups you got, how many phone-ups you took, all this, and then at the end of the month, it all these calculations where you could see how you were on phone-ups, how you were on lot-ups, and, and eventually internet leads. Uh, And, you know, the manager asked us about that book for about two weeks, Mm -hmm. right? They're saying in the car business, you don't like the way things are, just wait two weeks. Yeah, wait two weeks. (laughs) Well, of course, they quit asking about it. I used that book and bought my own for like three or four years after that. I loved it because I wanted to see, you know, they tell me I should be making 20 calls a day. Well, I want to, you know, maybe I can prove them wrong and say I do better when I don't make 20, 20 calls a day. Uh, but yeah, it turns out I, that's what convinced me of the value of this, you know, activity-based selling. Focusing on, I need to make ten calls today. I need to catch two ups today, mm-hmm. instead of I need to sell a car today. I knew how to get to the sold car every day.
0: Yeah, but I think most—it's it, you are an exception in that you know most people decide what's going to work before they try it. Oh well, that won't work. <laughs> they right? did sad ones yeah. won't work before they try. So, and those oh, are the yeah. people who do have to be held accountable, right? And there's some people who just find out tell you, right? Mm. If you don't hold me accountable, I'm probably not going to do it, right? So, I, I think it goes back to I love that uh, you know every problem in a dealership is a management problem, and every solution is a management solution, right? Right? If you're if you as a manager or, or GM or dealer. Are looking going, you know, the problem is the salespeople. No, your problem is never the salespeople. It is always your management. Always. I mean, right. you know, if you're that manager, hey, get on board, right? Let's make something happen today and don't just, you know, bring everybody in a meeting and beat them up. Right. 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 Let's go. Right. And I think, If there was more of that in the car business, we would see far more success from the salespeople. Some of the people who we've allowed to fail and move on could have been successes. We hired them for a reason. We saw something in them when we hired them. Their personality. their communication, something, their articulation on their resume, uh, you know the fact that they hounded you to get the job, whatever it was, we saw something that we thought, hey, this guy or this girl is going to work out to be a great salesperson. And whose fault is it that they weren't, right? Well, maybe they weren't invested and they weren't willing to do the steps in the process. Right. Um, but I think uh, when you look at a new salesperson, that's the best opportunity that any dealership has is a new fresh salesperson.
1: Look, and it comes back to value. Right. I think anyone is going to work in their best interest. And if you can show somebody how to make six figures a year following some simple guidelines, then why would they say no?
0: Yeah. Oh, why do they say no?
1: Because they don't understand the value. Oh, okay. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, sure. if, if if the people listening aren't convinced by now, <laughs> then you know what? Stop listening. We don't... You're an idiot. <laughs> In three, that, 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 two, right. one, and we're back. <laughs> oh, that, that'll be a great... Uh, Outtake. R- uh, a great way to build listenership. <laughs> you idiots! Oh, I'm, what's wrong with you? <laughs> that's worked for Dr. Laura. <laughs> yeah. I know. Maybe that's a, that needs to be who we are. We
1: should take calls from sales managers. Right. Well, you're obviously yeah, a moron
0: Yeah. <laughs> You have you ever even been in a car dealership? You don't know what the heck you're talking about.
1: Well, What's that thing you always say? I've tried, I've tried nothing and nothing has worked. Right,
0: yeah, right. It hasn't worked yet. So why should I think it's going to work now? All right. Well, that's it for this episode. On our next episode. What's our topic? I don't know. You don't have any? No. <laughs> so stay tuned. Uh, we do appreciate everybody listening and uh, have a great day. You cool.